0: Hello and welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media, where we talk about actionable ideas to help grow your business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike, Vice President of Marketing here at Reminder Media, and with me is Luke Akery, President of Reminder Media.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And today we are talking about lead magnets, So lead magnets are something that we've mentioned on the podcast before when we're talking about Facebook ads, email marketing, and your landing pages, but we've never really taken time to step back and explain exactly what they are and how valuable they can be in generating leads for your business so that's what we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about lead magnets. And I'm a little under the weather, so if you're not watching the live and you're just listening to the recording of this, I just explained this on the Facebook Live. So go a back little, and follow us on Facebook. Yeah, this
0: is the congested it, it Luke A. Yes. This
1: is the type of dedication, guys, I have to growing <laughs> this business and giving back to you guys. I'm here with a congested 1,000-pound head. We're going to make it. Yeah, we are going to make it. So uh, talking about lead magnets. Yep. So
0: the way that I would define a lead magnet would be a, uh, a piece of content that is so attractive, like a magnet, that <laughs> has the magnetic attraction. Yes, it's right? literally that's so attractive to your audience that they can't help but offer their personal information, usually an email address to access that information. So sure. none of us go into the Internet
1: with the hopes uh, to give someone our information. Well, some of us do if we are using certain sites, but I won't <laughs> name those sites on this podcast. <laughs> no site names for that. I'm just kidding. But
0: the reality is we all see uh, things pop on fa- uh, up on Facebook, we see things yep. pop up in our email, we see yep. things pop up on landing pages or in Google searches when we're looking yep. for Uh, information on a certain certain topic that we're searching for, and we've all seen it. We've all seen download an ebook on this, download a white paper on that, download this slideshow, watch this video. And then in order to access that content, this is what we would call gated content on your website. Sure. So there's ungated content, which would be your blog post and all of the pages that someone can access without giving you their information or logging in. And then there's the gated content, which is everything that's behind a form where you would, your visitors or yourself as a browser would have to put your information in so that you get that item of value. So the real question becomes, how would that work for your business? What kind of content would be interesting enough? We're going to talk about some ideas that uh, our audience might be able to use for that. And then how
1: do you go about actually making that stuff? Yeah. So let's let's talk about types of lead magnets. So actually I've seen, and I don't know if we would classify, I mean, anything that's attractive content that gets someone to enter their information is ultimately a lead magnet. One of the most popular ones I've seen in real estate is listings. So I know that certain platforms you buy like you can literally put your listing up, whether I think we've done a podcast on this where we talk about Facebook ads, maybe it was a webinar, but um, where you basically put your listing ad up on Facebook and they click that to see the listing, it immediately takes them to a landing page. And in order to see that information on that listing, they have to enter in their information. So that's a really popular one I've seen from a real estate perspective. Another popular one I've seen on like uh, mortgage is I've seen the mortgage calculators. I don't yeah. know if you've mortgage seen this. Mortgage calculator is a big one. Yeah, yeah and I've before. seen this on like, um, what do you call it? But like uh, pay-per-click ads, like Google ad stuff, not just on like Facebook, but literally you see like the mortgage calculator where you get on and you enter your information to see how much you can purchase. Here's, I guess, my thoughts on it is that when you're really looking at your lead magnets and what you're trying to do, the key here is that you're trying to tempt them. With something that's almost like an irresistible, like almost like a, I hate to say clickbaity, but something you're desperate to see. And I was telling you before the show of a really popular one that my brother Steven is doing right now. And we're doing it for him with a Facebook ad. And I want to share this with the audience because if you're a realtor, you should do this because you have access to the MLS. So you have access before everybody else does because we get our properties off of Zillow, Realtor.com, all the the normal sites. But you have access to all the properties before we do. So Mm -hmm. a really cool lead magnet that you can do is develop a list of properties. So the one he did for this Facebook ad is he developed a list of all the properties in in Lynchburg, Virginia, that are under $200,000. But you could take this multiple directions. You could literally go... All the um, investing or all the homes that should be investor homes, Uh, get the list of all the homes that you can invest in, all the great deals. You could get all the list of homes that are potential flips in the area. So you can be creative of going, here's a list of homes, enter in your information. And what we did on this Facebook ad was tag somebody in order to get the list of homes and, that are under 200000 And I think he's over 60 leads from running this Facebook ad. Wow. And the beautiful thing is, now they have you got their information, but now you have a perfect opportunity to follow up. And I don't know if you want to talk about the follow-up there, but I've been working with him on the follow-up script on mm-hmm. what you would do there, but that would get in. But that's a really tangible one for all the real estate agents listening right now. You have access to it, so you can go to your MLS, you can grab those lists really easily, put them into an Excel doc or, or down Download them off your MLS, send them after somebody actually downloads it on the Internet. We've seen a ton of success from it.
0: I like that. I mean, I think what you're looking at is because I think there's two different types of lead magnets, right? There's ones that are very timely and relevant now, so that would be like a mortgage calculator, right? Because uh, mortgage rates are fluctuating all the time, so that has to be adjustable with what's going on in the market. Then you've got the listings, which is kind of, it's a tangible thing that you can pull down, but it's still, you have to pull it down uh, each week or however however quickly you're in. Well, that's the one issue he
1: does face with that uh, lead magnet, just by the way, tangential thought. But the one issue he does face is that it's ever, he constantly has to get yeah. that new list. So because he constantly has to give yeah. the updated list to people because homes are being sold and, and bought all the time.
0: So the, I mean, the real power in, in a lead magnet from a marketing perspective is if you make it evergreen. So you have the timely versions that you're mm-hmm. talking about, then you have the evergreen versions. Um, and these are things, it comes from the, the evergreen tree, right? It's stays <laughs> green all year long. And that's really the, the, the point or the value of these pieces would be it's content that, sure, five never years, dies. two yeah, years, never one year, old. it might get old, but it's good throughout the entire year. It's good th- throughout uh, an amount of time. And this is where you can come um, and look at things like ebooks. Yep. Uh, You can look at white papers, you can look at printables. So for a real estate agent, printables are great ideas because you Mm -hmm. can do like a checklist of things to look for when looking for a new home. And then if somebody accesses that because they want to print that out and take that with them on their home shopping, you now know, okay, this person is in the buying mode. Now, they might already be working with someone and that's what you're going to have to follow up Mm -hmm. on uh, or find out on the follow up. But it, it's automatically beginning to qualify somebody also and what mindset they're in and what kind of uh, potential prospect they would be based on the type of content that they're downloading from. I you. can't
1: help but plug our, our company. If you want printables and you don't want to have to create them. Funny, you should mention yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, we actually have printables. So go to ReminderMedia.com. You can find them there. If you're looking for more lifestyle type stuff, you can go to AmericanLifestyleMag.com. <laughs> we'll put in the show notes. StayPayPodcast.com. If, if,
0: um, if you are, this isn't just for real estate. And they're free. Um, we're not charging for us. So I'm not well trying to now. sell
1: anything to you guys. I'm just saying, well, I'm always trying Get to sell something, but
0: you know. <laughs> <laughs> but let's say, I mean, let's say you're a hair salon. What are you going to do for a lean magnet? I was mm. just throwing some ideas before the podcast yep. down. Put together a, go Go do the research on, you're, you're the expert in that industry. So yep. go do a research on what the 50 best new haircuts yep. were find images for them, put them inside of a nice templated yep. guide and download that or offer that as a download that people can access. And it's it's kind of like a lookbook, right? It's like
1: an inspirational
0: yep. lookbook that people do can look Do celebrities, meaning like there's a reason yep.
1: why People Magazine is still popular. There's a reason why these sites, these gossip sites, like we all hate them, but we all secretly look at them on our own. These gossip sites that celebrities are popular. I mean, if you're a hair salon, take the 30 most popular uh, celebrity haircuts that you can do and put that behind a form. And People will click on it just because they want to see the I, wish I could relate to that. Yeah. Getting I mean, a new haircut. <laughs> if you guys could only I can't, see.
0: <laughs> I can't grow the hair long enough for it to. My hair is not evergreen.
1: Well, one I of the keys. <laughs> I can't help but laugh when I'm looking at him. <laughs> one, one of the keys where, that you Wait have to minute. think about with the heat magnets is the lead magnet will determine a lot of times or help you determine where they're at in the buying process because one of the things that we have suffered with or I shouldn't say suffered but one of the mistakes we made where our salespeople kind of reacted was we were doing these yeah. realtor quizzes mm-hmm. and what happened was we did these realtor quizzes where it's basically like it's a lead magnet because you're it's intrigued. a fun buzz, yeah. uh, BuzzFeed style quiz. You're intrigued yeah. to find out what was it your realtor personality your or superhero. something like that? or yeah, your, your superhero. Superpower. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah. So you Take this quiz. We ran this thing where we boosted this, and it's like, take this quiz to find out your superpower. So, we got all your information and stuff, but our salespeople were calling them and they were calling them with the mindset that this was a lead. Right. And technically, it is. Like, I always tell people, look, everybody that you come across in your life is a lead. It just is a, a determination of when they're going to buy. So you just got to determine, hey, when are they going to buy on the journey? But our salespeople were attacking these people like they were buyers, almost like they had requested a sample of our magazine. Right. So don't make the mistake, and, and maybe we'll get, you know, a we'll get point, into a follow-up, yeah. but when you're choosing the lead <sighs> magazine, because we're talking about the different types, and, and we can read this list to you guys that we have in front of you, but when you're thinking about what type you want to use... Keep in mind that if you do a lead magnet as a real estate agent that says, you know, the top three DIY tips for your kitchen and someone downloads that, that doesn't mean they're ready to sell their home, right? So that content is what they were interested in and it's not dictating the level of or a, it shows you the level of warmth they are, but it doesn't dictate that they're actually a lead in your business ready to buy. And I think that's a mistake so many people make when they're doing uh, like e uh, ebooks or they're doing lead magnets. They do it with the intention that everything they put out, they then call that lead like they're trying to get that person to buy. We've made the mistake.
0: Yeah, and that's where your nurture campaigns come into play, where you're continuing to, this is where the marketing funnel happens, right? So if you picture a funnel, you have top of funnel, this is where people are interested, or mm-hmm. they might be... Um, even considering just kind of engaging with your content. Then your middle of funnel, these are the people that are more in the consideration phase. They're thinking about using you as a professional. So your ebook on uh, three ideas to uh, produce higher ROI for your home might yep. be your top of funnel because you don't know where they are yet. But then if you're following up with them with emails, and if you guys haven't listened to it, go back and check out, I don't know the episode number, we'll throw it in the show notes for this podcast, but we had an episode on the email follow-up. You know, right. Make sure that you're sending an email follow-up that's asking that next question. Because that's ultimately going to help uh, decide who you should uh, be spending your time on from a phone. You know, if you're calling them on the phone, you're following up these leads, sending them an email that gets them to the middle of the funnel, Mm -hmm. which is for us. And this we're just giving this as an example because this so that you guys can kind of think about how it relates to your business. But if that quiz is our top of funnel. It's showing that okay this is someone that's been on our site they're interested in our content and then they move down to the middle where they're requesting a pdf sample of the product now we know that they're in the product mindset and then the bottom of your funnel is actually where the decision happens that's where the person uh, is making the decision to use you as a professional or they're making a purchase online if that's what your business model is and there's a ton of different you know creative ideas that you can use i was even thinking last night if you're a real estate agent, you know, partner with a local photographer yeah, to showcase great photos one. around the city yep. and then offer like a free set of desktop or mobile phone downloads, you know, wallpaper downloads. Oh, uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So you mm-hmm. can and this is now now you're sort of co-branding with a photographer. They're yep. getting benefit out of it because people are yep. seeing their photography. You're getting benefit out of it because people are looking at you as that local professional, that community expert, someone who's yep. providing value, which really brings us to the next point because you guys can Google examples of, e- of lead magnets. So we can go over that over the podcast <laughs> for the next 20 minutes. But you know, the next point is really going to be what makes a lead magnet good and mm. what really makes a lead magnet valuable. And it's making sure that you are adding value to your audience, adding value to that person that's coming to your site. We have a saying on our marketing team that says that when you lead with value, the value's in the leads. And because if you're not
1: mm, when you lead with value the values in the lead someone quotes does that work? put that yeah is that's awesome that, that, that someone put that someone put that on instagram or something that's some good <laughs> stuff trademark that <laughs> But the reality is like... Oh, wait, I'm, I'm being yelled at right now. It is on Instagram. It's on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Luke. yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously, I'm not following my own feed.
0: But it's true because, I mean, yeah. uh, the ultimate goal, uh, the ultimate goal is to run a business and to yep. grow your business. But we all want to add value. If you start with the mindset of, I have to add value to my yep. clients. I have to add value to my community, which are the people that I'm, I'm targeting as mm-hmm. my potential yep. clients. The, the uh, result of that... Is that you will generate leads, you will generate conversations,
1: mm-hmm. and those conversations ultimately lead can you closes. Can I tell you my number one pet peeve with lead magnets? Yes, because I get them all the time. No, uh, you have to wait till the next. Podcast yeah, I have to, to, to wait. Out, all right, guys, stay tuned. Episode <laughs> two coming now. But the ne- the number one pet peeve I have because I get these all the time because I'm targeted more from running a sales organization and stuff like that is that the thing that attracted me and whatever you want to call it the subject line, the you know the ad basically text doesn't, I can't get it very easily in the actual lead magnet. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this when you're on social media and there's something, some clickbaity title, something like that, and you enter your information and you want that information right away. And it's not there. And there's nothing more frustrating to me than having to, whether it's read a ton of stuff to get to that information and not easily digestible, not easy to use or do. And that's my number one pet peeve because you've lost me at that point. So put yourself in that mindset as a creator now. Mm -hmm. So
0: you're hearing what that feels like as a user and everyone who's listening has felt that also. Now put your mindset into the creator and say, how am I going to deliver something or format something or create something that won't create that experience for somebody? Correct. How am I going to give them that immediate gratification of I downloaded this, I got the information that I needed and now I'm, I'm already building a relationship with the person who sent it to
1: me and I'm more likely to go
0: back to them for that next piece of content.
1: Yeah. Don't make me have to really think. After I get that information, yeah. don't make me think after I've put in my information, don't make me have to think because technically, you know, and maybe this is the wrong way to think about lead magnets, but this is how I think about them. I don't think about lead magnets as a person who gets puts in their information is ready to go. I don't think about lead magnets that way. Yeah. I don't think I really think in my mind I go, no, no, that's just an advertisement for my product that if someone sees my product and requests that's like product advertisement and they're ready to go, but not a lead magnet. A lead magnet is I'm interested in the content or whatever that clickbaity title was or whatever that is. That's where my I'm interested. And if you're smart, you'll do lead magnets that your product solves that clickbaity title, right? right? So the pain point or whatever it is. So if you're a realtor, like how do you get the most value for your home? And like, here are the five steps to get the most value for your home or something like that. Right. You actually have a solution to make sure they get the most value for their home because you're going to provide that for them.
0: I mean, that brings us to the next one of the, the next points would be that you're making it number one, super specific. Yep. And that you're making it actionable yep so going into your lead magnets don't go broad you want to i know that the temptation is well i want to capture as many people as possible be as extremely specific because you're looking for people with that specific pain point who are out there searching for something an answer for what they're working on whether or not um you know whatever industry that you're in might be looking for a new car yep right give me the top 10 new models and
1: what their features are think of like financial advisors so we have financial advisors that are listening to this because you know I invest money, so if someone puts an ebook out there right that is you know the top three investments you should be making in twenty nineteen, yeah, I'll look at it, yeah, right, and so, but when I get to that top you know twenty, I want it to be super easy, digestible, I don't want it to be a bunch of financial jargon, and then and don't withhold
0: information, yes, don't say here's the top three things to invest in and say you know By call the me way, for
1: number three
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or even so. I mean, I have subscribed to some of those newsletters, and ultimately, no, that that is what they do. I make a
1: joke on that, but that is is. what they do. It It is is in order to get this request more information, or it's it's so annoying. And that's where the actionable comes in, right?
0: Because you have to set up the information and then make it extremely actionable for people. It's the same thing that we're saying on the podcast every week, which is take action today. You want to encourage the people that are downloading this content that it's something they can actually now go and do. So if you're if you're recommending um uh, home improvement tips give them the resources Mm -hmm. to then go and get those home improvement tips done, whether that's Mm -hmm. a contractor that you work with that Mm -hmm. you can recommend, whether it's a specific site where they can find all of the things that you talked about. Make sure that people are able to take action. But never
1: be ashamed to, I think uh, someone who does this really well is Grant Cardone. Mm -hmm. I think he does really well at putting out great sales content and great content that interests me. Now, this is a little different because content's a little different than this lead magnets that we're talking about because at certain points I've put in information to get his stuff but the point being is at the end of every article at the end of every tip like the three best things you should be doing as a sales leader all those things he at the end puts a little thing that's just about him I'm Grant Cardone if you're looking to become the best sales leader in the nation please check out X, Y, and Z so if you're the financial advisor listening to that example download this to get the three top investment tips for 2019 don't be ashamed at the end to put you know if you're interested in learning more of how to invest your money to get the types of returns of blank, blank and blank, you know, please reach out to me. Like, don't be ashamed to put that in oh, there really right. nicely at the bottom. So don't hear us wrong. We're not saying don't promote yourself. Right, We're just right, saying right. strategically
0: promote no, yourself. That's a great point. And this is exactly kind of it leads us into the next topic, which is how to use lead magnets. And one of the ways. Um, through ways to deliver a lead magnet after someone has given you their information or they've entered their email address or their name or their phone number onto your site, into your form in order to access that information. There's a few different ways to then deliver that piece of content to them. So one of the most popular ways is going to be a success page. Mm-hmm. Where then they can immediately download that information, whether that is a, an ebook or or it's a video series. Maybe it's then accessing and we a, full did a video
1: and we did a um, podcast on landing pages. I think
0: yes. So yeah. so that will help you guys. But in- then the one that you're talking about right there is almost that thank you page, or you could call it a sales funnel or a click funnel. Some people would call it a tripwire, okay. which is a weird term. That is it's weird. Not, I've it's I not the heard the greatest that before. word in the world. Yeah. But it's almost what you're saying in the end there, which is you know, getting them to the end of that piece of content, what's the next natural progression yep. that they would take for that next piece? So yep. uh, the click funnel would be more of a, now that you've downloaded this, try this thing that yep. will help you. And it's just a, a way to kind of yep.
1: engage and continue to qualify someone down keep, to your marketing funnel. Keep in mind because the, the lead magnet, let's say it's the first one that they download. You've developed a relationship. There's trust that is developing right there. So if you've done a good job of making your content easily digestible, actionable, specific, you're not hiding information, you've developed a certain amount of trust. When you put at the end there that that next step that Josh is talking about, hey, if you're interested in learning more about investing your money, do X, Y, Z. They might not do anything. But now they're in your nurture campaign. Now they're in your funnel. And as you send them more content that they engage with, every article they get to the end with, guess what? If you're interested in learning how to invest more of your money, now you're building not only the mind share, which we talk about all the time, which is every time they think of investing money, guess what they're remembering? They remember that they that little bullet point down at the end, that your picture down Dude, at the end that says that.
0: That's your jingle on the yeah, internet. It is. It's true. That's why companies make jingles. It gets stuck that's in your why head. all
1: the realtors have that tagline on their email: the yep. best gift that you can give me is a referral or something Absolutely. like that. The the best way to show appreciation. The 18th the re- time. Yeah. I'm gonna go, I have to get. Cur- a well, you start meaning like it. It starts resonating. It starts building that mind share. So meaning. If you do it consistently, you're building the trust and and you got to think long term when you're thinking these lead magnets, you cannot judge them short term, judge them short term if you're stupid and you don't actually have follow up campaigns built, then (laughs) judge them short term. But if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you should be doing multiple of these.
0: So another another way that you can deliver and I wouldn't recommend this This would be the least way. This is the easiest way to do it. But the least effective is just a straight browser download. So if you don't have all of your sites and your technology set up yet, it's definitely something to uh, get put into place. But if you're just delivering a PDF and your PDF has a call to action, like a, uh, an email address or a phone number or even like a hyperlink within the PDF, yep. you can do a straight uh, browser download. And then the last one and the one that we would recommend, number one overall, and we've already talked about this a little bit, is deliver that lead magnet via email. So once they've, uh, once they've entered in their information and they get to their success page, this is also where you can kind of you can combine all of these together, where it's a thank you page into the next step of the funnel, where you have those, uh, that, either that click funnel or tripwire set to get them to the next point, but then deliver the actual piece of value to their email box. And this is going to do two things for you. Number one, it's going to get them used to seeing your email. They're now Correct. going to know who the yep. email is coming from. because They they're start associating it. it with you. How yep. many times... Do you go into your email looking for something from somebody? You know, if you can get someone doing that and engage with it immediately, uh, the health of your deliverability will be better. Yep. People will start to recognize when you're sending them emails. And then the second thing um, that that provides is just it gives you uh, a little bit more trackability. So now if you're measuring your email results, you can see how many people that requested that lead magnet are actually
1: opening that email and then downloading and interacting with it. So that's another benefit. And a judge that. you can judge your engagement. You can yeah. judge your engagement off of that. So I guess that really leads us to the last point, which is how do you follow up with somebody who downloads? Before we get to that, because I
0: actually skipped over a point, I think it's important, but it, that's how to drive traffic to your lead sure. magnet. Yeah. So I know you have this lead magnet on your website. So how
1: do you actually get the lead magnet out to peep drive the
0: traffic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah then you have that. But look, if you have something we've mentioned a number of these examples, but just to go over them, Facebook, great way to drive traffic with an item of value. This is interruption marketing. We Mm -hmm. talked about this a couple weeks ago. This is what is that image that's going to pop, make, had the stopping power to stop someone in the newsfeed. We, we see them all the time as users. Think about your customers and what would make them react to something. If you are doing video, you can run YouTube pre-roll ads. Yep. Everybody has seen these as well. Ty
1: Lopez is incredible at these things. He do, yeah, well, he who's a the other guy, Billy Jean? Billy Jean. Billy Jean is incredible at these things. Uh, so look those two guys up if you want examples of that stuff. A little more advanced would be <clears throat> exit
0: intent forms on your website. So if someone is on your website and browsing around and they actually move their mouse outside of your website, you can actually pop up a form. It, um, it just reminds them that, hey, there's an item of value that you might have missed before yep. you leave the page. Uh, you can also do postcards or print marketing. So driving, um, driving people to your websites, to your lead magnets through print marketing is another way to get those. And then if you are running a blog or something, I would just recommend um, a little bit like you mentioned earlier, but with every piece of content, what lead magnet do you have that connects to that? Sure. That would interest that particular audience in downloading it.
1: Yep. So I think when I think about like, um, following up with your downloads, Right. So after you've gotten them out, after you get people to request information, the number one mistake that people make is that they are following up to sell their product versus following up based upon the content that someone. I love Joshua dropping this pin over here and giving it. An <laughs> I got to look for Mark. <laughs> My chair squeaks too. So when you do your your download, right? So the, your ebook don't make the mistake, judge your follow-up based upon the content that they've downloaded. So we all know the statistics out there, but you really should be following up within five minutes. If it's something of relevance that gives you a natural conversation piece because there's that MIT slash, I think it's Kellogg's management or whatever put together that study that shows your, you increase your chances of getting someone on the phone like 400 something percent if you call them within five minutes. The problem that you have is when people call you based upon the ebook, the one thing that you're going to have right off the bat is they're going to think you're creepy. Right. Right. You just have to what in my experience, you just have to embrace that. Yep. You have to embrace that. They think it's a little creepy, even though they know and they expected it. If you called them, if you got their phone number, they know they, they expect it. They still are going to think it's a little creepy. Embrace it and make it seem like this is how on top of things you are. And this is how good you are. Like with Steven when he did this for all the realtors out there, when he did this with the list and he's calling somebody, he's literally calling up and the first most logical thing to do is say, hey, uh, Luke, the reason for my call, I'm actually Steven with, uh, you know, Steven Acree brothers Realty. And I wanted to check in with you because I saw that you just um, requested our list of information of all the properties in Lynchburg under $200,000. So I wanted to make sure that you got that list and make sure it went to the right email and you actually got it. And then I wanted to follow up with you because I know a lot of the people who are requesting this list it's a really massive list, and I wanted to make sure that you got the properties that you were most interested in seeing on that list because yeah. I can definitely actually tailor that down if you want to. But first off, I sent the list to Stephen at blankblankrealty.com. Did you actually get the list yet? <laughs> Well, yeah, and, and so and what you're doing, right. it's very logical. Right. You're, you're basically going, I'm calling because you request this information. I just wanted to be courteous and make sure you received it. Right. Everybody thinks that's very logical. Then, then you're yeah. offering more value. Right. You're not selling. You're offering more value, even though you are selling. Because what is Stephen's goal? I want to narrow this down to see what type of property they are looking at. Right. So I'm going to change my pitch to try to get that answer, but make it seem like I'm being more courteous. Hey, I, you know, I, and, and how does he do it? He does it by going, a lot of the people who download this list, the list is so large, so it's hard for them to get through. So I wanted to call and see if there's anything you were specifically wanting on that list that I can narrow down for you and help point you in the right direction or something like that. So you're you're offering your expertise, you're offering yourself as a service versus... I'm a realtor in the area and I can actually show you any home that you're interested in. Right. And did you see any home on the list that you might be interested in? Cause I could set you up a time to see it. Meaning you're just selling right there versus <laughs> all a little desperate Luke. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so how would you follow up? Cause that's, that's, that's giving a little bit more, uh, there's a little bit more of a connection between what you're selling and what the prospect might be looking yes. for. What if you got something like this? And we use the example of DIY improvements for your, for your kitchen.
1: Or yeah, DIY like improvements. What if someone downloaded a guide on that or a lookbook on that? How would you it's have ver- that? It's a very similar idea, right? But the, the only difference is you're not, you don't have the expertise necessarily to help them with their kitchens, mm. but I'd still follow up in same type of intro. Hey, I'm Luke with, you know, reminder media realty, Hey, wanted to follow up with you because I saw you just downloaded to where you wanted the three top kitchen renovations of 2019. Wanted to just make sure you got that email because I know a lot of times emails can get lost and go to spam. and wanted to make sure I sent it to the right email address and that you had it. Then also, you know, just wanted to find out. Hey, did it answer your questions that you were looking for? What What were you actually interested in there? Do you have any questions that I could answer for you? What actually intrigued you about it? So now I'm more asking and putting the ball in their court. Yeah. Very discovery phase. You have the logical answer. It's very much like our sample request. Hey, wanted to make sure I got that sample out to you and had the right address. Hey, wanted to make sure you actually received it and had the right email address. Is your email address J? I'm not going to give you your email address here on the podcast, but J Stikek. Stike bo- me yeah, There you go. J so remind me even even hi. But did did you actually get it, Josh? Oh, you did awesome! Perfect. So hey, confirming well, me, the data. Yep. So hey, let me ask you this. You know, I, I can answer any questions for you on it. I know it's about the three top renovations of 2019 for kitchens. What intrigued you about it? What intrigued you about the content? I really liked the the kitchen. Love it, man. I'm not a good prospect. Yeah, no, you're, <laughs> mate, man. I don't blame you. I love the kitchen as well. In fact, my <laughs> wife is banging on me to renovate our kitchen just like that, and she wants it. So, which kitchen did you like? I know there was three in there. Which one did you really like? I like the the white one. I like the white one. Yeah. It's so, clean. what's causing you to want to? Is are you looking to renovate your kitchen? The only reason I ask is because you know I want to help you. If anything you that you're looking to do, I have contractors that I have that maybe could help you. If you're looking for, oh, that for. would be helpful. It's, I mean, that's just in my uh, Rolodex of people. But yes. you know, what are you looking for? Why are you looking to renovate your kitchen? Yes. Right. So all I'm trying to do here, and, and obviously this is just an example, but all I'm trying to do here is just get to know the person. Right. I'm not trying to sell them anything. I'm trying to get to know them. And what I'm hoping for now on a kitchen renovation, I want to make this clear to people on a kitchen renovation. There's no I'm, there's no real pain point. So what I'm trying to dig for is I'm trying to dig for. You're trying to find. Why it. is he right. trying to renovate his kitchen? Yeah. Is because there's a chance out there and we all know this as real estate agents. There's a chance he's trying to renovate his kitchen because you can always get the value back when you put renovations into the kitchen. It's known that you can always get that return on investment when you go to sell the home. There's a chance. It's not positive, but there's a chance. But I don't want to make it right out of the gate feel like that's what I'm asking you. I just want to know. Hey, answer your questions. Yeah. Okay. No questions. Awesome. Hey, well, Josh. I would love to send you stuff like this. I get stuff like this all the time. This is what I'm researching and looking. If you're interested in this type of content, I'd love to add you to my list. Man, that sounds easy. Right. And that just sounds try to so get the easy. email address, add them to the list, build a You know what's funny?
0: I just renovated my kitchen. So I should have been able to answer those better.
1: You should have said. I should have been able to answer I that. I said I'm better. looking to renovate my kitchen cuz I just bought a home. I just bought a home and I had
0: But I love it because, you know, you're 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 bringing in people that you can connect them to. So you're adding value, yep. but now you're building relationships with the other contractors, the other yep. vendors, the other partners in your community and you're continuing to dig for what, what is, what is, where the are you at? What can thing, I help you? Yes, with?
1: Yes. If you're struggling right now going, I don't know what to say on a lead magnet call. I don't know what to say. You know why you're nervous is because you're trying to sell somebody. Yeah. Yep. yep. If yep. you just switch your mindset, you should always be trying to sell something. That's not what I'm saying. You're, but you're push looking that at a sales off
0: until you have the information you start need. Start right?
1: thinking, I'm trying to help somebody right. with what I do. Nice. I'm trying to help somebody with what my expertise are, switch that gear You'll start closing people. So another way to follow up, and
0: this is kind of in, in the nurturing segment, but making sure that you're sending up uh, or sending follow-up emails. So like we talked about before, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to miss that one. Obviously the phone calls is an important one, but if you don't have their phone number, yep. if, it's, uh, and the majority if it's too of far removed. You won't have their phone number. You'll yep. have their email. So emailing them and driving them to that next action, whether that's scheduling yep. an appointment, scheduling a phone call, um, also retargeting on your social media. So if you're starting to build a list of people that have downloaded uh, this content, you can put that into Facebook and retarget that person with a a call to action that's further down your funnel. So those are other ideas Mm -hmm. if you're not ready to make
1: the phone call right away. Yep. The key is just kind of to kind of recap that for you guys. The key is, is that this content will dictate where for you, if someone downloads the kitchen renovation versus the list of 200 properties under $100,000 or whatever it is, it's very clear where those people are at on the buyer's journey. And based upon that, start targeting your follow up phone calls, your emails, target how you word those based upon what type of content they downloaded. And then we're going to throw some
0: tools into the uh, the show notes. Uh, I don't think we'll, we'll go through them here on the podcast because it's definitely something you can check out. These aren't people that we're partnered with or anything. Correct. We I make just no money some examples.
1: <laughs> but if But if the people hear it and but they want to pay us money, want we're, we're all about it. I just want
0: to make sure that, you, that everyone understands the barrier to entry is so much lower than it's ever been because there's so many great online tools and there's so much great software. If you have a Macintosh, you have pages on your computer and you have keynote and you can make a webinar today. You can make a slideshow today. You can make an ebook today with their pre-built templates. It's incredibly easy that yep. you can throw up there as a PDF, offer that as a, as a lead magnet for your, uh, for your audience. There's sites like Prezi and Canva that give you uh, example or ebook templates that you can build right there online. There's sites like Jing that allow you to record a screencast. So maybe you're walking through someone just how to navigate Zillow. I don't know, whatever yeah, that, yeah. Whatever that, that yep. um, action that you might be able to or that value you might be able to give them where you can actually do a screencast. Of uh, of your computer as well as there's give them... sites
1: like remindermedia.com that give you pre- free printables and free downloads. There's sites like AmericanLifestyleMag.com. I'm really promoting our business. This I podcast. like it. <laughs> I like it.
0: So I think that's it. That wraps it up for this week. Hopefully you learned something and learned uh, most importantly um, how to start creating content that will generate leads for your business by adding value to your audience.
1: Uh, thank you for joining us this week. For this episode, I am Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree. And I'm going to give you guys this action item, okay? is very easy. Go to ReminderMedia.com. Use one of our principles as your lead magnet this week. You don't have to think about it. We've already done it for you. There's a ton of stuff on there. So go to ReminderMedia.com. We have free principles for you. Use them as one of your magnets this week. Get it out through either social media by just posting it. You could, you know, use uh, it, put it on your landing page, on your website, but get it out there this week. Remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers will listen to this podcast and they'll do something mediocre producers will listen to it and go well that's a good idea and they won't do anything don't be in that boat top producers take action take action on that today